0: Happy Tuesday everybody. I am Pastor Mike Matthews and this is episode 36 of the Limping for Jesus podcast. Today we are going to be talking about how the doctrine of adoption is greater than our biology. Not every one of us come from a good upbringing or even growing up in a Christian home. And even if you have a good upbringing. Your earthly parents will not be perfect because they are human. They are sinful. So, little bit about my background and why this is important to me is because my biological father was never in my was never in my life. Um, I have two memories of him at best. Um, one memory memory is. He brought me ninja toys when I had a surgery when I was a kid for my cerebral palsy. And the other memory is he showed up at my 8th or ninth birthday party with his motorcycle on the back of a truck to let me sit on it for pictures. That's weird. I'm like, okay, Cool strange dude I don't know but so we need to understand that our identity is in Christ that who are true family members are in the body of Christ biology means nothing what is everything is those who are redeemed by Christ are true Christian brothers and sisters here's the gospel truth The people who are in your church that truly know Christ, Christians who truly know the Lord throughout the globe, they are your true family and the ones that we will spend eternity with. Biology to God means nothing. Remember, when Jesus' mother and brothers went to get him out of, out of the house, they said, Jesus, your mothers and brothers are here. And Jesus used that as a teaching opportunity and said, who are my mothers and who are my brothers? I tell you, those who do the will of my father are my true brothers and true sisters and true mothers. So the when you are in Christ, Your identity needs to be grounded in that truth. Our elder brother, Jesus, took on flesh, became man, and died for our sins. We have a faithful high priest who gave up his life so that we can have life in him. And that life is not based on biology, not based on religious upbringing, not based on anything but Christ. If you would look at my life, I don't have. I you would say I would not have the resume to be a pastor or serve in the the church. I can't brag about going to being homeschooled. That's not my upbringing. I can't brag about having uh, a nuclear family where my mother and father were in the house, the the white picket fence, the the. Two point three kids, the dog, all that stuff—that's not my story. My story is more, uh, uh, more for Jared Springer than for Sunday school. But no matter, no matter your upbringing, know this: that in Christ, God will never leave you or forsake you. And the doctrine of adoption is not always taught but it is a core Christian doctrine that you need to get in your heart so that your identity is not rocked. Your biological parents may not have wanted you, but Jesus does. And the Father wanted you so bad that he sent Jesus, his son, to die and give you the rights to become sons and daughters. I want you to get this into your heart, and I need this in my heart. Your biological dad may not have wanted you but your heavenly father does and whenever we doubt that love look at the cross because it shouts son daughter i love you he is shouting i love you through the death burial and resurrection of jesus christ so my one of my favorite verses is Psalm twenty seven ten. This the CSB translated as even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord cares for me. I like how the NIV and the ESV uh translates this. Uh other translations does too. They say my mother and my father may have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. You have a seat as God at God's dining room table as a child, not as a slave, not as a servant, but a child. How amazing is that? That when you pull up to the the dinner table of grace, that you are you are a member of God's forever family. That is amazing to me. So this is chapter 12 of the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith. God has granted that all those who are justified would receive the grace of adoption and for the sake of his only son, Jesus Christ. By this, they are counted among the children of God and enjoy the freedom and privileges of that relationship. They inherit it in his name, receive the spirit of adoption, have access to the throne of grace with boldness, and are enabled to cry, Abba, Father. Let's just stop there for a minute, friends. I use this... Illustration a lot because it just stuck with me in my early days walking with the Lord. You know, I didn't see my biological biological father's tombstone, grave, head marker until I was thirty, and I cried like a baby. All these feelings that I hurt, that I felt, just came out. Realizing that, you know. Even though I didn't have a relationship with him ever i i I saw him a week before he passed when I was in seventh grade. there was all the there was this big father wound in my life, and it led to many many years of poor choices as a teenager and as an adult um even when I was a Christian. You know, when you have a a father wound, the only one that can heal that father wound is Christ. He's the only one. If we don't let him heal that wound, we will go from one poor choice after another, and we won't let him father us. So this point here is so important. I love this. In, In the Confession, they inherited his name, received the spirit of adoptions, have, have access to the throne of grace with boldness, and are enabled to cry, Abba, Father. All right, before we move on from there, listen to this. You and I have bold, bold access to God the Father through what Jesus did. Here's the illustration I want to mention. JFK, when he was president, he'd be in the Oval Office talking to reporters and senators and, and representatives, and he'd be sitting there, and they, they would stand up, and he would get up. They, they would sit down out, out of respect. They, they were respecting him as the leader of the free world. But listen to what happens. Every time JFK Junior wanted to see him, he would just come bursting into the Oval Office. He didn't care how he didn't care that JFK was his president or leader or 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 anything like that to him. That's his daddy. And he would run and jump on, on JFK's lap and hug him and and that is the kind of boldness that you and I need to have with God the Father. He's our Abba Father. He's our Dad. He's, he's, he truly claims you as His through the work and doctrine of adoption. You are fully His. Let's continue the confession. They are given compassion protected provided for chastened by him as a father let's hear let's hear that again they are given compassion protected provided and chastened by him as a father yet they are never cast off but are sealed for the day of redemption and inherit the promises as heirs of everlasting salvation he will give you compassion. He provides for you. God is providing for me right now. As people who follow my ministry, they know I'm going through a divorce. They know that I lost my first pastorate. There is a lot of hurt in my my life right now. But also, God is lovingly giving me compassion. He's teaching me about my own weakness and sin in areas where I need to grow. But he is chastising me and sanctifying me as a child, not an enemy. My father cares too much about me to leave me where I'm at in my walk with him. So, you too and and I need to realize that we are truly adopted by, by God through the saving work of Christ and that he is our Father. God has provided a great job for me as a disability rights advocate at what's known as the Center for Independent Living. And he is providing for me so I can provide for my own son. That is amazing that I, I lost my pastor and as a man with cerebral palsy to bounce back so quick and find a good job like this. This is just more proof that God cares about us. He's loving me and providing for me and protecting me so much. I drive about an hour and twelve minutes one way um to work every day. God has pr- continued to protect me and get me there safely with travel mercies. He loves me. I do not doubt that God loves me as his child because the cross, Jesus said it is finished. So if you battle if you battle uh your identity with 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 who you are or where you came from, trust me, friends, I had all those questions. But you can answer is it, this way. Who am I? I am a child of God. By the grace of God, through Jesus Christ, to the Father's glory, I am in him forever. I want want to read Psalm 2710 again. And then I want to end it on, we're going to end it on Romans chapter 8. So Psalm 27. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord cares for me. Or a better rendering of that is, the Lord will take me in. So highlight that in your Bible. Psalm 2710. And then we are we are going to end today's episode on this topical Tuesday on Romans chapter 8. All right, Romans chapter 8. Here we go. Chapter 8 and we are going to be in I'm going to go with verse 14, and then we're going to go to uh, 17. For all those led by God's Spirit are God's sons and daughters. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Instead, you have received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry, Abba, Father, The Spirit Himself testifies together with our spirit that we are God's children, and if children also heirs heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with Him, so that we may also be glorified with Him. I'm not going to unpack the end of verse 17 right now, but what you need to realize is you and I, You and I are children of God because of Christ. You and I are truly and fully adopted. We are not loved one day and rejected the other. You could have the picture-perfect Father in this life, and yet He's going to let you down because humans will let us down. Your spouse will let you down. Your brother and sister will let you down. But saints, the Father will never fail you. He hasn't failed you yet. So if you're someone like me who has battled identity issues and asked, who am I? I don't know where I come from. Know this. The doctrine of adoption is greater than our biology. God loves you. I love you guys. I, I want you to know the love of Christ so bad. And I hope that this podcast, Nimping for Jesus, will help you fellow saints nip on one more day for the glory of God. Father, I want to thank you for the doctrine of adoption. I want to thank you that in Christ we are your children. That this prayer is an example of that I can come to you as my father. That you know me as your son. I am Michael to you. You know my name. You know me. You know my good, my bad, my ugly. And and you still claim me in Christ. Help us, Lord, to understand that grace, saving grace, trumps our biology. In your awesome name I pray, amen.